This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hey everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here, and we are on episode 82, Keep It Simple. Yes, we are halfway through the year, a little over halfway through the year, and these are words I say to myself on a regular basis, and especially during the summer months. Have you ever found that you look at life and it always feels busy? You know, it's like when we get ready for the summer. It's like, oh, I've got so much to do. And then we're in the summer and the summer's going by so fast, but then we get to the fall time and then the fall brings on new challenges and new things that keep us busy. And then we go into the holiday season, but there's holidays all the time, really. You know, there's always something that's wanting our time and attention. And if you're like me, your calendar gets full. Your calendar gets full with lots of things. Are you doing the things that you desire most? That's the question. Are you working on the things that you desire the most? So if you're a part of the Made for Joy membership site, this month is all about keep it simple. And I have a masterclass on it and there'll be an open Q&A coaching call on it. So if you haven't signed up for Made for Joy, you still can get uh, in for the month of July. And everybody that's a part of Made for Joy gets a fun exclusive t-shirt each month that goes with what we're talking about. So this month, the t-shirt, of course, is Keep It Simple, which I love my t-shirt. I wear it regularly and it's such a great reminder. So you can still get involved. Go to www.becomingwithbecky.com forward slash made for joy if you want to be part of the membership. It is such a great way to remind ourselves putting on words each day to remind us of the direction and the desires that we're headed in. I know what I want in life and desire, yet there's so many things that are grabbing my time and my attention and I can get distracted. I can get distracted doing things that are good and not doing the things that I really, really desire to do. And I can stay busy all the time and I know you can too. It's one of the things I hear the most when I'm coaching clients is how busy they are and there's feelings of frustration and overwhelm and not enough. Those are common things that I hear about. I was at a business networking meeting just yesterday and I met a lady who was starting a business and was going to be a chiropractor and started it about four or five months ago, she said. And she just started talking about the decision fatigue, how the decision fatigue is wearing her down. And I asked her a little bit more about it. And it's just, she has to make decision after the decision. She graduated with her degree to do chiropractic, but now it's like, how do I start the business? Uh, She was talking about finding a location, setting up her branding, uh, I'm sure she's at this networking meeting to get connected. Just one thing after another. How do we find joy in life if we're just full of all the to-dos and all the heaviness of life? Well, my suggestion is to keep it simple. 
keep it simple. That's what I reminded this lady yesterday. I said, decisions don't have to make us fatigued. We can keep our decisions simple. So when we think about keeping it simple, of course, I talk about words and the words you put on. And my book's coming out this fall, The Word Effect, Seven Simple Words to Creating Your Most Beautiful Life. And the reason I use the word simple is because they're simple words. And I like simple because my brain can overcomplicate things. It can think of all the things it needs to do. And then that's when the overwhelm comes instead of breaking it down into bite-sized pieces into little things. So recently I had the most amazing experience hosting and organizing a family reunion. This family reunion was one with my dad's side of the family. So it was for my grandma and grandpa, Wes and Bev, and they have both passed away many, many years ago. 25 years ago, my grandma passed away and 35 years ago, my grandpa did. So it's been a long time. After my grandma passed away, I have many memories as a child growing up and going to family reunions. We all lived in different states at the time, all of my dad and his siblings. And so once a year, we would spend a week together. We would all take our trailers or cabins and we would we would go a lot of times to Durango, Colorado is where we would meet up. People would come from Arizona, Colorado, Minnesota, Utah, Wyoming, and we would converge. And I look back at that time and it was simple. I'm sure it wasn't for my parents maybe to get there all the time, but once we got there, it was simple. We just built relationships. We spent time together as a family. We gathered and I am a big, big proponent of gathering that in-person seeing each other connective space that you can't do through text or through a phone call, even through Zoom, though that technology is amazing, there is something significant about connection. It is powerful. When you look at the definition of the word connection, it says a relationship in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated with something else. As you gather, you develop your relationship with others and it's linked and it's associated with other people. You find things that you have in common with others. You find that you learn from others. Oh my goodness. I can't tell you how often I learn things from just being in the presence of other people. I'm observant. I watch things and then those things help me become better. It's all about showing up. Can it be that simple? That if we just show up to life each and every day, life will unfold. Well, I believe it can be. That's been my experience. I want to remind you that when we gather, um, the only person that we can control in any situation is ourselves. So as I started to gather and put together this idea that was on my heart for my grandma and grandpa to gather the family because it had been many, many years since we had gathered we spent a lot of time getting together when I was a kid. But once my grandma died, I was about, uh, was, my grandma passed away when I was getting married. And I'm celebrating my 25-year anniversary next week. So I was, you know, at that time, the family reunions probably slowed way down. And 
I think about it and uh, we just stopped gathering. Now, I still felt connected to these people and wanted to be, but time went by. I mean, 25 years later, I have five kids of my own. I have three kids that are graduated and doing things outside of the home. I, it's like you ask yourself, where has the time gone? As we started to talk about gathering and putting something together, what I realized is to take the ideas that I've learned with the word effect, to acknowledge my desires, begin to ask questions and drop into acceptance. Those are the first three words of the word effect cycle that will be in my book that comes out. And how do I keep that simple? Well, my suggestion to you is ask yourself questions. What's the next step? What's the very next step? You know, when I started, the first thing was I wanted to reach out to a few cousins that I thought would be willing to help me. I reached out. Some were able to, some weren't. And we started to gather. The first step was just to ask that question. Then we would meet on Zoom and we would start planning. We tried to pick a date. We decided to do it over the 4th of July because we knew people would travel. We had no idea if anyone would even come. We started to talk about what this would look like, where we should meet, how that looks. Um, And we always went back to this simple approach and it really served. It really served us well. Then over time we connected and we started including the family. We started a Facebook page. We started gathering emails. You know, it was slow and simple and it didn't seem like much was happening. I think about it now kind of in terms of planting seeds. Many of us have planted seeds or planted plants at the beginning of the spring or middle of the spring and hope that there's a harvest in the fall. And day by day, if you look at the plants, you don't see much growth. I know we planted some tomato plants and it was just a few days ago I was out looking at them and there's just teeny little tomatoes starting to grow. And I think, when did that happen? We just planted them. But day by day, things are happening. Things are being cultivated. And if we keep it simple and we just water and nurture the plant, it will grow. There's not much more I need to do. I weed on occasion to keep the weeds down. But it's really quite a simple approach to living life. Yet we have gotten so busy in our lives that we've overscheduled ourselves. Now, a lot of people ask me and say, Becky, you're very busy. I am busy, but I do try to approach things one thing at a time. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I was reminded of the myth of multitasking. Many of us think we can multitask. We can do several things at once. And what I've experienced is that's not true. Our brains are meant to do one thing at a time. So what we want to do is focus on one thing. So right now, while I'm recording this podcast, I am 100% focused on the podcast. I'm not focused on anything else. When I get done with this, I have a coaching client. I will go and be focused on coaching and I will hold space for this client to help them receive the perspective and guidance and tools that they need to keep moving forward using words. Then I'm meeting a friend for lunch and connecting with this friend because I told you the power of connection is so important. And instead of just talking on the phone, we've decided to meet. We're both business owners. We're both growing our businesses right now. And we want to connect and talk about those things. And so I will go there and I will be 100% present with that. So it's learning how to be present in what you're doing. 
taking your ideas, putting them and scheduling them in your life so you can accomplish it. So I want to tell you one really powerful thought to ask yourself when you are keeping your schedule simple, when you're feeling like there's so many things to do and you're wondering if you're getting done what you want to. Ask yourself this question. Does this have to happen today? Again, the question, does this have to happen today? You will discover that that powerful question will guide you to knowing if something really has to happen or not. Now, there's a difference between you wanting it to happen and it having to happen. Does that make sense? If I was being truthful, I want everything to be done today. But does it have to happen? I'm getting ready to go out of town to the National Speakers Association uh, conference in Nashville, Tennessee. I leave tomorrow and it's Thursday. I didn't need to start packing on Monday, though I wanted to. I would ask myself that question. Does this need to happen today? No, there was other things that needed to happen. Today, it's time to get ready. Now, was have I been getting ready before doing this or doing that? Of course I have. But I haven't done this yet because I needed to do that first, right? The other thing, I was picking my son up the other day. He had slept over at cousin's house. And I thought, oh, I'll be in the area. I'm going to go do this errand and this errand and this errand. And then I realized I was overscheduled. And so I asked myself that question. What needs to happen? Does that need to happen? Picking my son up that day did need to happen. Doing the other errands actually didn't need to happen. They could wait. They didn't need to happen. Now, I wanted to because it seemed efficient and effective. But what I found is that it's not always as efficient and effective when I'm running and gunning. Same thing for going to the grocery store. Yesterday, I had just a little window. And I thought, maybe I'll run to the grocery store because I know I need to get that done. But when I'm in hustle, when I'm in running and gunning and going real quick, I've learned that that's not a good space for me for creation. Slow and steady is a lot better. So I let go going to the store. And thank goodness I did because I thought of three or four more things that I really needed. And the things that I thought I needed, I didn't need for today. I need later. Does that make sense? So you ask yourself, does this need to happen? If you need it done today, then it's a yes. But if it can happen another day, you get to decide, am I going to do it or not? Now, that doesn't mean we always put things off till the end, the last day. But that has really helped me keep my calendar more clear and precise on what I needed to do. So when I thought, think back of the success of this family reunion that we just held, over 100 people from all over the country came into town. All five of the living siblings came into town. 18 of the 25 grandkids came into town. Several of the great-grandkids came. Uh, Even, it it was remarkable. It was truly remarkable. There was even some great-grandkids of my grandma and grandpa there. And we, we, it was organized, but it was organized one step at a time. When we started talking about it months ago, we never expected it to be like this. And how we got there was one thing at a time, keeping it simple as we gather, as we put on words that create. It's so amazing, you guys. I promise you that if you start asking this question, does this need to happen, and you practice it, you will find that you'll be able to hear your intuition, your inner self, that still small voice within you will say yes or no.
than if you learn to listen. The next quick suggestion before we end today, during the summer months when you keep it simple and as you gather to build those relationships, to nurture relationships with friends, family, and those that you desire to be around, be sure to have fun. Schedule times of fun in your family. My youngest son the other day said, Mom, can we go play pickleball as a family? And I said, sure. And then I realized that if I just say sure, and that's as far as it goes, it won't happen. So I looked at the calendar and I thought, you know, this night we don't have anything. I'm going to send a quick text out to the family and ask, who's interested in pickleball? Everyone said yes. And then I gave a time and a location. It was simple. It was easy. Everybody had it on their calendar. They scheduled ahead of time to be there. And you know what? When it was time, the whole family gathered to have fun. That's how we can approach life, keeping it simple as we find times to gather. So the two things to ask yourself, does this have to happen today? And have I scheduled a little fun today? Be sure to schedule fun in your relationships. I think what made the reunion such a success is we had fun together. We weren't so busy. We allowed a lot of time for connection. And we had a few organized things. There was food provided. There was structure. But there was freedom to connect and create and to celebrate where we are in our lives. That brings me to my last point. The reason I'm hosting the gathering retreat. I believe the power of connection is so, so important right now. And this gathering retreat is to bring women together with words and wisdom so you can discover how to use the word effect in your life and see that you have the power within you right now to creating your most beautiful life. It's right there. You don't have to fall into decision fatigue and overwhelm and frustration. And though you might feel it at times, I still feel it at times, you'll have the tools of how to drop back into, let's keep this simple. Let's remember why we're gathering. Let's gather because we're celebrating who we are right now. We don't have to be anyone more than we are right now. This is how you and I are made for joy. This is how we can discover that we can feel joy and peace each and every day by choosing the words you put on. I'll put the link and the information in uh, the notes about the gathering retreat. There is a discount until July 15th. There's three different room options. We're going to be meeting in Heber, Utah. It's going to be beautiful. The opportunity is one where you'll find healing and creation in the power of words. And I so hope that you'll take time to come and gather with other people that are wanting to create their most beautiful lives. So go keep this summer simple each and every day. Look for how you can have fun and ask yourself if it has to happen. And I promise you, as you start to practice these things, you will see your life transform right before your eyes. Take care.